G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You may remember earlier this year we introduced a new ministry that is focused on a specialised form of support for people who are leaders and parts of churches and people too who will be working in areas of mission in nations where Christians are heavily persecuted. It's a trauma ministry for the persecuted church and this new ministry is called Project 114. CEO and founder Simon Rattray and his wife Alison are joining us ahead of an official ministry launch night that's coming up on the 21st of October. To you, Simon, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's great to be sharing with you today. And welcome too to you, Alison. Thank you. Simon, as we get underway here, just remind us of the ministry Project 114. Where does that name come from? It's got a scripture reference. Yeah, that's right, Neil. Uh, well, inspired by Philippians 1.14, where Paul says, because of my chains, not, not in spite of my chains, but because of my chains, more of the brothers and sisters have found courage to share Jesus boldly. So inspired that, by that verse, we help Christians in persecution, crisis and war uh, find their voice again to share Jesus boldly and beautifully. So the two primary nations that you're working in right now, Sri Lanka and Vietnam, what sort of persecution issues are happening there that is traumatising Christian believers, traumatising leaders? What's happening in those nations? Yes, well, as many of God's people listening in today are aware, uh, on April of 2019, Easter Sunday, uh, a massive series of bomb attacks rocked Sri Lanka. Uh, many hundreds of God's people were killed, uh, even more were injured. And so there is a lot of compounded trauma in Sri Lanka through the civil war that uh, went for 20 years there. And uh, then the Easter Sunday bombings, there was also the tsunami that hit parts of that country. So God's people have suffered a great deal in Sri Lanka. Uh, in Vietnam, uh, there are parts of the country that are still very traumatised through uh, memories of the Vietnam War, certainly the older generation, and the younger generation are pro facing progressive pressure there as well. So uh, we're very involved uh, in both countries through teams that we're training there to deploy this trauma healing ministry. And of course, let's bring ourselves into the picture here. If we were exposed to something like a bomb attack or if there were attacks on Christian believers, uh, we would hope that there might be some level of official trauma recovery, uh, some special counselling. But in some nations like Sri Lanka, like Vietnam, there isn't an official trauma counselling for people who've gone through such dreadful experiences. And this is where you're coming into the picture here, providing some level of uh, therapeutic support that helps people get on their feet. 
Yeah, that's correct, Neil. So I'll give you an example. Um, in Sri Lanka, we have a population of 21.6 million people. There are only around about 15 to 20 trained psychologists in the entire nation. So as we can see from that example, uh, there is not the therapeutic care available to the vast majority of people. So we're training local Christian leaders to be able to deploy this through a system of pastoral care. Now, pastoral care is so important here. It's not like just sitting people down in a classroom situation and saying, attention, everybody, this is how you deal with the trauma. It really is a drawing alongside people. So it's a, it's a personal, uh, relational t- sort of in- a ministry that you're into. Well, exactly, Neil. And Alison and I have also a vision, as Paul's helper Epaphras had, as he strengthened the Apostle Paul on the front line of faith in prison to bring back what we're learning from the field, not only white-hot messages of faith and courage uh, experienced through uh, Christians who are thriving in progressive pressure, but also as we face potential persecution in our country, we're struggling with progressive liberalism, uh, fear of offending people with the gospel. Aussie Christians are also struggling to find hope and courage and we want to offer them uh, our services as well. So you're pastorally and relationally drawing alongside people and it's therapeutic. People are recovering from the traumatic experience they've had, the intimidation, the harsh uh, heavy-handedness of people who are against them and they're getting back on their feet and being re-emboldened with the gospel. There's lots of things that are very useful and you've got a very creative dimension to what you do and Alison is also with us. Uh, Alison, you are the one who's sort of leading an art therapy dimension to the ministry. Alison, give us some insights into your artistic expertise and how you do that. Yes, that's right. So I'm an artist myself and an art therapist, and I'm working with Simon to give Christian women and children in some of these restricted countries and also here in Australia the opportunity to find healing and hope and their voice again through different forms of creative expression. And this is particularly helpful in that area of trauma that we're speaking about because traumatic experience can be very difficult to speak about verbally. In fact, often we don't actually have conscious memory of the event but we still are triggered um, by things that happen and we can't always explain it. It's very distressing to people. Alison. So creativity sorry, gives us an opportunity to communicate that in a different way. Alison, the art therapy, does that work best with men or women or both? Uh, does everyone respond to that? It is a bit of an individual thing. It's probably something that women are a little bit more inclined to, um, partly because women tend to want to talk about things a little bit more freely. And this can be an issue culturally as well. We know uh, with people in Sri Lanka and Vietnam and other cultures, it's not really common for men to be very expressive. So we would certainly encourage 
uh, men and women to participate. I would be focusing particularly more on women um, just from a gender perspective. It's more appropriate for me to work with women. But art therapy is definitely um, a tool that all people can use and find benefit from, certainly. And Alison, just quickly, you're drawing together teams of artists who can lead these art therapy sessions and uh, and therefore be a minister of the gospel in that sense, pastorally caring for, bringing people out of the hurt and the pain. Uh, are, are there lots of people, are lots of takers, are lots of artistic people in those uh, two nations? At this stage, this is an area of development that we're certainly pursuing. Um, we do know of artists in Sri Lanka in particular who are also believers. And what my uh, plan and hope would be is that I can produce an art therapy um, kind of experience, if you like, that could be recorded and then used with a voiceover translation. So this could be deployed in various nations. And if we have teams there and people we're connected with who can then actually facilitate that, they would be able to help uh, people on the ground actually go through the whole art therapy experience personally. So that's definitely an area we're developing at this stage. It's a powerful way of helping people to express themselves and come through the sort of trauma that they have experienced. Uh, Let me come back to you, Simon, because your upcoming event is called Planted for Purpose, and it's all about the launch, the official launch of your ministry. And uh, the idea is that you're going to build these teams. You've already got teams established, but, uh, you know, more and more teams. I'm sure there's no end to the number of teams that you could use in, in circumstances like this around the world. Give us uh, some insight here into the idea of being planted for purpose in dealing with trauma. Yeah, well, that's right, Neil. As You know, we've traveled and I've met you know many many different leaders around the restricted church the suffering church around the world they've been saying to me that well as more internet opportunities open digital training is provided the greatest need is no longer Bibles Um, the greatest need is in fact trauma support uh, help for Christians who are increasingly finding it difficult to thrive in persecution. And so, yes, we are looking at a long-term strategy of multiplication through our training. We have a vision uh, in the next five years to train 20,000 leaders in our Planted for Purpose strategy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you've got your special launch that's coming up. Uh, We mentioned uh, that we'd spoken early in the year. There's an official launch. You've got a special guest speaker and uh, a name that might be well known to many listeners to our conversation today, Tim Hanna, a former CEO of Compassion Australia. He's going to be your keynote speaker on the night. Yeah, that's right, Neil. Uh, As Tim will share more on the night, he uh, spent some time straight after the Easter Sunday bombings with God's people in Sri Lanka. So, There's definitely a a strong connection with our vision and work there. And, um, yeah, he was excited to be part of this when I asked him. So he's going to be keynote speaker, uh, speaker Matt Prater, whom you all know will be emceeing the event, and Pastor Dale White, who is the senior pastor of Springwood Church of Christ, will actually be singing and leading live worship. So it's going to be an exciting night. 
And it is going to be, uh, is it Zoomed or how is it going to be uh, beamed around Australia so that listeners to our conversation today might like to connect with you at this point? We're talking about the 21st of October, uh, 7 p.m. in Queensland. Uh, So 5 p.m. in the West, 8 p.m. in the Eastern Daylight Saving States. But Springwood Church of Christ in Brisbane, uh, it is a free event. So, But people need to register to be able to, uh, to see that from their homes? Well, at this stage, yeah, at this stage, Neil, um, it is a, a seating event only, but we'll just see and stay tuned. Uh, we do want to make it available to everybody who can't join on the night. Okay, so I've preempted that there and uh, put a bit of pressure on there because there might be people okay. listening all around Australia who'd like to connect with you because it is a specialised way of being a support to the persecuted church when you're involved in trauma recovery and uh, a powerful thought, a powerful issue and a powerful way that you've formed a foundation for this new ministry. Let me give the website for listeners to connect with you. It's Project 114 dot org dot au project one one four if you're typing that in at dot org dot au the opening event is on october 21st and uh, all the best for that and god's richest blessing on the two of you as you pursue this area of ministry uh, to you simon and to alison rattray leading this new ministry called project 114 simon and alison thanks so much for sharing an update with us today on 2020 Thank you so much, Neil. God bless. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.